The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every single week. Lately, I've been thinking about the concept of masterminding. Jack Canfield talks about this in his book called The Success Principles, and the idea goes all the way back to Napoleon Hill's classic book, Think and Grow Rich. Masterminding is an alliance of two or more like-minded people for the purpose of accomplishing common goals. There are some very powerful applications of this process, of this concept. One great example is that a friend of mine recently created a mastermind group on Facebook where over 60 people gathered to exchange ideas on how to improve our mindset, develop our major definiteness of purpose, and encourage each other as we write books, implement effective marketing strategies for our businesses, and share our challenges. The breadth and depth of experience that each member brings is world class, and we all help each other in the spirit of giving and creating a safe and positive environment to share our journey. You may be wondering... If it's helpful that everybody in a mastermind alliance is from the same industry or have the same types of experience, I would say it really depends on the goals that everyone has. If everyone is in the same industry, for example, financial services, then the mastermind members can share strategies that work very well within their own industry to help their businesses and help their customers more effectively. If everyone is from different industries, then they can learn things that that work for people in other fields that they can apply to what they are currently doing. In other words, borrow from another industry. A dry cleaner, for example, uh, may learn how to market her business based on what is working for a restaurant. There are many reasons and many benefits to being involved in a mastermind alliance, and the level of support and confidentiality you'll receive from like-minded people is invaluable. Look for such a group as soon as you can, and if you can't find one, then create your own and watch your business grow. You'll be so glad you did. With that in mind, I do want to introduce my guest. Before I forget, let me call, give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is John Lesko. Let me tell you a little bit about him. John Lesko is a West Point graduate, a former Armored Cavalry Scout, Tank Unit Commander, Research and Development Project Leader, Principal Research Scientist, Program Manager, Certified Professional Facilitator, Change Agent, and Small Business Owner. And this co-founder's experience runs broad and deep. He was a Brigade Champion Wrestler and Ranger School Honor Graduate. He has climbed mountains, navigated glacial-fed streams and rivers, and jumped out of several perfectly good aircraft to complete 100% of all of his uh, attempted parachute landing falls. John has earned the Presidential Champions Platinum Award, and he's coached various youth sports teams and enjoys getting outdoors every now and then to take in a breath of fresh air, like we all do. 
John has over 20 years of military experience and over 20 years as an innovator and leader in business. He's the co-author and editor of Technology Exchange in the Information Age and is a recognized expert in collaborative teaming between government and industry partners. And at GMU's Mason Center for Team and Organizational Learning, he has a high ropes and challenge. Co- he is a high ropes and challenge course facilitator at the Dale City Akalakai. He is a martial arts instructor in Aikido, and at the Global Academy, uh, John's background is put to test as a dynamic instructional facilitator and distinguished speech coach. And with all that in mind, let me go ahead and introduce my guest, John Lesko. John, are you there? Uh, yes, Brian, I am. Thank you. Thank I wish my uh, mother could have heard that introduction. It was uh, quite flattering. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So the first thing I usually like to do uh, with my guests is to have them talk a little bit about their background. In other words, how did your journey start? What kinds of things did you learn along the way? And what brought you to where you are right now? Well, um, I will give you a very quick summary of my background, but I also want to make sure that I give all due credit to the many, many folks on our mastermind group at the Global Academy. So uh, don't let me get carried away there, Brian, on on speaking of myself. I want to include the uh, backgrounds of some of our other core teammates as well. But to answer your question directly, I think Mm -hmm. that if anyone were to ask me, you know, say a little bit about yourself and describe to me your career trajectory, I would say that it has been a constant move from going from a dot mill organization from when I was in the army to a dot org, which was a nonprofit think tank and uh, work with uh, contract research to a dot com. And now into what I would say would be the dot biz world. So this uh, trajectory takes me from being in the military into uh, contract research with nonprofit organizations into very much a commercial business world as a consultant and as a project leader. And then finally here, where I'm my, uh, well, we're we're never our own full boss or our own best boss, but at least that I can say I'm a small business owner and working with uh, some fantastic uh, individuals here as an entrepreneur and a leadership uh, team uh, uh, co-founder here at the Global Academy. So, um, Mm. Th- th- that's it. The dot mill to the dot biz trajectory would be the simple way of describing my background. Um, mm-hmm. Grew up, had some had some hardworking parents. Uh, I can't say enough about you know the fine examples. Uh, many successful people, I'm sure, can reach back and talk about how they learned their first early le- lessons uh, from their uh, working parents. Uh, very mm-hmm. much uh, blue collar family. Uh, was lucky enough to uh, grow up in Pennsylvania. Then we moved to California was uh, uh, lucky enough to, with uh, community and school activities, uh, get an appointment uh, uh-huh. to the military academy, uh, spent some time there. And uh, you know, every time I turn around, I seem to, to be luckier and luckier still with the uh, talent that uh, I try to surround myself with. Fantastic. So let me ask you this, and, and uh, some of my listeners do have military experience and others don't. I, I myself did not uh, take the opportunity to, to serve in the military. So I, I want to ask you, and I have friends who have, and I have complete respect, uh, what was it like uh, being at West Point, and what are some of the valuable lessons that you learned while you were in the service? Uh, thanks for that question. I, I, I won't dwell too much on it, but I think that uh, in a funny way, some of the things that you learn – early on as a cadet uh, are, are drilled into you, even in that very first summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're told that you've got a 
three or four answers that you can rely on. You know, simple yes, sir, no, sir, okay. no excuse, or no, I don't understand. You know, and when you think about accountability and taking mm. uh, accountability for your actions, you know, uh, the yes, no answers are very straightforward and to the point. I mean, how often do we just want to hear a simple yes or no answer from a politician or a community leader yes. or, or, or anybody at the office? So those early lessons of just answering the question to the point, hopefully we mm -hmm. won't have any dead air on your radio show here. I'll, I'll try to right. get to the point as quickly as I can. Okay. The, the, the whole idea of no excuse, you know, that you're accountable for your actions and the actions of your team, that you, there are no excuses. There may, reason, there may be reasons or, or, or circumstances in mitigation uh, or extenuation or, or, or uh, you know, rich, richness of a story, but there really is no excuse. We're, we're all responsible for our, our own deeds and our own words. And if you don't understand something, ask. So, you know, yeah. from the very first few days at the military academy, uh, yes, no, uh, I don't understand and no excuse, uh, that, that kind of sets the mindset for you that you carry into your young years as a junior officer and then uh, further on as you uh, move up the ranks. So my military uh, experience uh -huh. early was, uh, was that simple. You know, uh, get to the point and then be quiet. Okay. And, and not only that, answer the question you're being asked and not the question that you feel like answering. It seems like politicians are really good about that and it can be annoying <laughs> and irritating. So uh, let me ask you about Global Academy. Um, we talked privately a little bit about this uh, before the show. Uh, I want to give you a chance to talk, tell us a little bit about you know, what Global Academy is and, and how this all started for you. It's a really amazing experience. Uh, surely. Uh, the first thing I want to say is, is that uh, our genesis story, our, our beginning, all began when a good friend of mine I'd known for, oh, probably 15, 20 years, uh, a fellow that I'd met, you know, in the community, uh, his children and my children grew up, went to the same schools, we went to the same church, uh, Mike Copa, the co-founder, and I, he gave me a call one day and said, John, meet me at, uh, and I don't want to give an you know, unendorsed plug to a local restaurant. Let's just say it's a, a family restaurant in the local area. He says, meet me at such and such a restaurant. And I, I've got an idea. I, I had driven from uh, one place to the next. And um, he came across this uh, prison. And the prison was the Lorton Workhouse. And out of the corner of his eye, he thought it looked like a campus. Uh, mm. And gave me a call and says, let's chat about teaching leadership at this campus. So with that in mind, uh, we got to brainstorming. And our Genesis story started with this glimmer of an idea between Mike and I that then evolved over time to uh, uh, starting a venue, starting a, a training program that would talk about leadership, team building, and public speaking oh. skills. Okay. Okay. Uh, we've got probably a minute to a minute and a half before, our, about a minute or so before our first break. So this, did this start uh, as a, as a one-day thing? I know you do a five-day a five training now. Oh, that's an excellent question. Uh, it, the whole idea started with uh, a day or two at this workhouse, and it evolved over time to the point where we now have five days. Each day is with a different venue. Uh, the first day we start there at the workhouse and we talk about uh, character. 
The second day we move on to the Marine Corps Museum and we talk about elements of individual and team courage. The third day we move to, as you mentioned in my introduction, uh, a place called The Edge, which was where we go through a challenge course and we talk about uh, commitment. Day four is on the water at the Washington Canoe Club. We're on the Potomac River and we talk about competence, team competence, people putting their paddles in the water together. And then finally, uh -huh. uh, we wrap up in the shadows of the Lincoln Memorial and we talk about compassion. So those five C's capture what we do. Great. And we will discuss that in more detail after our first break. We will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves the smart guy. Smartguy.com. At Solovey, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solovey with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. Service. And simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solovey revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. 
And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Musco. And we are going to talk uh, more about the Global Leadership Academy that he is going on. And the call-in number, if you'd like to participate and ask any questions about leadership or any of the topics that we're discussing today, is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. So, John, we alluded to the five C's that are in the curriculum for Global Leadership Academy. Let's talk about the first one, which is character. What kinds of things do you do to teach character uh, to people who are participating in this opportunity with you? Well, the uh, character is um, shortened for characteristics. If we think about leadership, team building, and public speaking, each as a brand, um, I'm sorry, each as a, a rope. And, and let us take these three ropes and braid them together. So in each of our five days of our program, we attempt to make sure that we're talking about each of those three skill sets, the leadership skill set, the team building skill set, and the public speaking skill set. So uh, no, any one rope can hold what it can hold, and any three ropes branded together then has a force multiplying effect. So embedded in each of these five days of training, in each of these venues that are uh, symbolic of the five C's, we have this interweaving or this braiding of team lead speak. Now, character, if you think of characteristics of a leader, th there's a lot of, there are tons of books out there. It talks about, you know, leadership traits and the trait theory of leadership. And similarly, one could go on and on listening and reading about what it takes to have a successful team. And Last but not least, you know, what makes for a good orator, a good public speaker? You know, these characteristics are revealed uh, through an interactive, hands-on, experiential, total immersion training uh, program. I wanted to go back and say uh, uh, my co-founder is uh, a certified instructor within the intelligence community, and he and his success has been specifically geared towards this adult learning experiential model. And, and I'm a certified professional facilitator, had been certified in the military as a leadership instructor. Uh, our backgrounds lend us to setting up these interactive, highly interactive experiential-based uh, training activities. Mm -hmm. uh, we've, we've been surrounded by others. So character, if you think of it as characteristics, then um, we examine what makes for a leader. And yeah. if you're familiar with the work of, uh, that's come out of the Gallup organization, when you talk about strengths-based uh, leaders and strength finders and these uh, psychometric uh, instruments that talk about what are our strengths, uh, we've learned time and again that teams that succeed, all-star teams, are not just a collection of all-stars, but the world champion teams are the teams that are built around the strengths of others. So we go very much into exploring the strengths of each of the participants. And uh, let me just pause there and, and uh, see if that answers uh, your, your first question. Yeah, I, I think that's really, really amazing that, that you shared that because, I mean, you take a look at, you know, you mentioned world championship caliber teams, especially in 
sports. I mean, you take a look at some teams who try to collect all the superstars and they don't sometimes win because they haven't learned how to play as a team. They play as a bunch of superstar individuals. But sometimes teams that are perceived to be less talented actually are better teams because they've learned how to play together. The coach has done a great job of discerning what each individual player's strengths are and areas of improvement might be. And they maximize the things that those players are good at and minimize the things that they're not as good at. So the facilitator, the coach, is the one who makes that recipe work. And I really appreciate that you did share the idea that you know teams built around the strengths of the individuals within that team is really, really key and very critical. Brian, you're spot on. Uh, matter of fact, we might have a spot for you on the Global Academy. The Global Academy for Extraordinary Teams and Leaders is based upon building on our strengths. You can spend uh, an exorbitant amount of time trying to overcome a shortcoming. And if you tried real, real hard, you know, might you become average then? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be better to go find someone to bring onto your team that is that A-plus player in that area of your own shortcoming? That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the thought of a high-performing team. You know, bringing the role player in where they best fit and maximizing on the exploitation of strengths. In a way, I'll just call it uh, synergy, where 2 yes. plus 2 equal 5. Yes, exactly, exactly. Anything else about character that you'd like to share before we move on? Well, just the venue. You know, we're working there from the uh, workhouse of mm-hmm. a re- what was a reform uh, prison, and, and now is an art community. So, if you think about the metamorphosis or the uh, uh, change that has to go into an institution that was one based on you know reform and, and, and uh, restructuring of people's lives, and, and take pause in that rather stark setting to what the potential of each individual is. You can see the symbolism that we have here, where was once a prison is now an art community. Yeah, that's great. So let's talk about courage next. This is the second of the five C's that we're going to talk about that qualifies someone to be a really fantastic leader. So let's talk about courage. Yeah, the courage uh, we have in our own backyard here in in Northern Virginia in the Prince William County, uh, the luxury of having the National uh, Museum for the United States Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And we would be pretty silly if we did not spend some time looking at the stories of extraordinary performance and extraordinary individual and team acts of courage. And we're talking about whether they be physical or mental or spiritual courage where people who are ordinary people rise to the extraordinary challenges that they're faced with and then do what is right because it is for the benefit of their fellow soldiers, fellow Marines, members of that team. These are what courage, at least what Mike and I and and, and our our other uh, uh, principal instructor down there, Uh uh, Ken Brandle, he's a highly decorated Marine combat veteran. And what we have here is someone who has uh, been overseas, been in the desert, uh, been to Afghanistan, and has been mm-hmm. back and can talk about, you know, what does it take for uh, units not only to survive but to thrive and to bring their soldiers and their, their uh, uh, fellows back with them. Right, right. And sometimes acting with courage can be very, very difficult. But the people that are rem- remembered and the people that are most respected are those who did. 
you know, take a shot of courage and, and just go for it. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, commitment, too, if, if, if there wasn't anything else you wanted to share about courage, unless you did. Well, uh, thank you for uh, setting that up. But on the, uh, to wrap up on the courage, if you think about yes. uh, courage, is, uh, the, the root of that is heart. You know, yeah. Knowing what is right and then doing what is right that you know of from your heart. And the, the whole idea of, of courage and encouragement or encouraging others on your team, uh, that's, the, that's the essence of that second day. And wow. leading, leading by example. You know what's yes. right in your heart, so do that. And that example is going to be uh, helpful to you. Now, let, let me uh, follow your lead and go into the idea of commitment. You've kind of cued that up. The commitment, okay. the commitment comes from the whole concern of uh, taking an individual outside of their comfort zone. And the backdrop, since we've gone from the workhouse, we've gone to the Marine Corps Museum, and now we're out there in a high and low ropes challenge course. And so this challenge course gives us the physical and mental uh, laboratory that allows for us to ask for participants to get outside their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. If you think of a physical obstacle, a wall, a uh, hurdle, there at times is the need for a leap of faith that needs mm. to be taken that says, well, you know, uh, I'm here at the edge of something and to get to that next rung on the ladder, to get to that next uh, up and over, uh, to get over a, a, an 8 foot, a 10 foot or 12 foot wall, uh, right. a leap of faith might be required so that someone that's at the top can mm-hmm. uh, grab you by the hand and help you over. This commitment, yeah, individual exactly. and, team, and team commitment, is all tied towards experimenting with behavior that takes you just a little bit outside that comfort zone. Yeah, and I want to, ex- to explore that idea because you talk about um, getting out of your comfort zone because that's where all the true, the true learning really occurs. That's where you really dig deep and find out who you are and find out who everyone around you is. And again, that's a very important part of team building too is if everyone commits to stepping outside their comfort zone, uh, boy, what a powerful force your team can be. Yes, Brian, and we don't want folks to be reckless about that. Right. We want them to uh, do what I would call is a calculated, take what is called a calculated risk. Uh We're not being risky to the point of recklessness. We are pushing ourselves to the point where, yes, I can do that. You have that self-confidence because you've got others encouraging you uh-huh. to, do, to do your part. Uh-huh. And, if, and if pieced together, your part's just a little out of that comfort zone. Okay. All right. That sounds great. We've got less than a minute to our break. Uh, is there a quick example of, of a situation where you ask people to step out of their comfort zone during this challenge day? Uh, simply stated, yes. We're hoping to move people up a 50-foot tower referred to as the Alpine Tower. They are completely uh, secure in the sense that there is a qualified person that is on belay, which is uh, someone on the other end of the rope, and yes. they're working through obstacles in a way that they have to find multiple paths to the top of this. Uh, if I were to describe it, think of a pyramid and then an inverted pyramid mm-hmm. made of telephone poles. So 50 foot later, 
They are hopefully at the top. That sounds great. It sounds like trust is a very important component to that whole thing. We are right up against our next break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. This is an amazing show. We'll be right back after the break. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our Double Green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. Ready to learn and play with Mrs. A, your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know that kids are only 20% of the population, but they are 100% of the future? How are you preparing your child for that future? The years between the ages of 0 and 6 are crucial for learning and development. Barbara Allison is a teacher, parent, and author on supporting children's early learning. Learning starts even before a child is born, and parents are children's first teacher. Join Mrs. A for ideas, tips, and suggestions for fun learning and play activities as she helps you support your child. Starting early is starting smart. For more on Mrs. A, her books, the show, and her blog, check out her website, 123kindergarten.com. Then, come learn and play with Mrs. A with your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And here we are. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Lesko, and we are talking about his global academy for building extraordinary teams and leaders. We are talking about the five C's that he and his co-founders teach to students who are enrolled in this academy that relate to building solid leaders. And we've talked about character, we've talked about courage, and we've talked about commitment. Those are all very, very important. There are a couple more left. So, John, let's talk about the core competency of competence. Thanks, Brian. Uh, competence, in a nutshell, is best demonstrated, at least at the Global Academy, by placing people uh, 
perhaps in an uncomfortable situation still. So we've got the indoor instruction on day one, and we're in a museum in a very nice, inspiring location on day two. And then we get out of doors on day three. Well, we stay out of doors for the fourth day. We go down mm-hmm. to the Potomac River, and we're working with us. Uh, members and, and staff from the Washington Canoe Club. It's a training area. It's a training area. I don't know if uh, I dropped a mic or that was you, Brian. But uh, that was me. Uh, okay, great. I, I was hoping I didn't lose connection. Uh, we're at an actual world class, world class training facility, and the challenge that occurs on uh, the water is not everybody is comfortable on the water. You know, I, I, in my uh, upbringing, didn't really learn to competently uh, swim until after I was at the military academy and went through a lot of remedial training myself. Really? Uh, it, it is it's true. I, otherwise, I might have been uh, a candidate for the Naval Academy, I guess. But uh, uh, long story short is, is that there are people who just aren't comfortable in all the different venues. And uh, that, that may play into uh time on the water. But we've got these war canoes, these large canoes that will hold uh, six, eight, ten people, depending upon the size of the canoe. We have outrigger canoes, and we're being led in instruction down there by some truly world-class athletes. We have sons of Olympic gold medalists. We have Pam Boatler, our own world-class athlete. Now, as a woman paddler, uh, she has been in the Pan American Games and won multiple gold medal awards. She's actually competed against men and beat men. Uh, right. I say, uh, it's, I, I talk of Pam as a world-class athlete and an aspiring Olympian because she's also an advocate for the uh, equity in sport. The women's uh, sprint canoe hasn't yet been recognized as an Olympic discipline. And she's cam- she's campaigning to make it uh, an equally recognized sport with the men. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't want to go down that path too long. But the fact is, is we've got truly world-class athletes who are leading our participants on the water in what does it mean to work as a team? You know, one pace, one heartbeat, one mm-hmm. canoe. And when people are pulling together, literally pulling together on a paddle, in that one rhythm, one goal, one heart, one shared outcome, uh, the canoe almost feels as if it lifts out of the water and moves smoothly. And competence, getting a team to perform any task in a competent manner makes all the difference in the world. There's expressions that say, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Doing something with competence gets you to that efficiency. So we, we think that the good training area for because I uh, I remember watching you know go ahead please oh I was just gonna say I remember watching uh, canoeing and kayaking races on, on on TV in the Olympics and it's really amazing that they are all together and they're all smooth and you go a lot faster when you all are in one rhythm versus one person trying to row faster than the next it doesn't work very well it's a question of syncing up the individual contributions of each person in the boat yes and 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 there is no better place to test that than in a team-like setting that calls upon that shared rhythm that shared goal that shared outcome yeah okay so let's talk about the last c which is compassion and that's 
obviously a, a very important part of leadership, and it's something that not a lot of people talk about, but I think it is very, very important. So how do you incorporate that into your academy? Well, uh, yes, and the compassion component, this fifth C, is very clearly tied to the idea of servant leadership. Mm. Now, if we talk about this being in the shadows of the Lincoln Memorial, uh, we've had the um, the good fortune of having the, the movie Lincoln here recently in the Academy Awards. And you think about, here's the 16th president that reunites a nation at war. Here is a president who symbolically begins to put the salve on the wounds of a, of a nation that's divided. And he did so as an orator, as a public speaker. He did so in making courageous decisions, mm -hmm. uh, working with a divided Congress. But most of all, it was with that compassion for his fellow man. And then if you wish to talk mm -hmm. about a more contemporary history, uh, what better backdrop than the actual venue of the uh, I Have a Dream speech of Martin Luther King Jr. And his call for people being uh, treating one another as brothers and treating one another with respect and doing so in a nonviolent, compassionate way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's great. I, there is really no better place in the world than to have a training like this in D.C. because you get to see all these beautiful venues. I've been to D.C. I spent three summers there when I was in college. And I'll tell you what, I saw the Lincoln Memorial and just being there was just awe-inspiring. I mean, just standing right there and thinking about what he represented uh, in terms of what he did as president and what he had to go through. And I'm sure that was not an easy time for him. I mean, that's an understatement. He probably went through more as a president and did more with, with what he had, given the situation that I think really almost any president we ever had, um, perhaps except, uh, except for maybe George Washington, who had the task of starting this country. I, I would agree, and, and although I would not encourage people to come to the Global Academy for the purpose of seeing Washington, I would definitely encourage them to come a day or two early or stay a day or two later after they've gone through the training program with their fellow participants. That way, they would get the best of both. They would see the city a little bit before, that put themselves in a historic mindset. They'd be prepared to go through our program. Okay. All right. Anything else you wanted to say about the five C's before we move on to our next topic? Uh, I'll just wrap up by saying we, we have purposefully selected the venues to be symbolic of these values. Mm -hmm. And if you think about, you know, testing your character and seeing what you're made of and seeing what leaders are made of and doing so from this uh, venue where you go from prison to art community, uh, mm -hmm. that's symbolic. If you think about courage, you know, there's the few, there's the proud, there are Marines. I'm a West Point graduate and a veteran of the Army, but you go across this nation and you can't say anything uh, but the very uh, best of remarks for our uh, young men and women who are serving in uniform. Where else would you study courage? Yeah. Uh, commitment, that's a physical commitment, that leap of faith out of mm -hmm. the comfort zone. Uh, that's why we take people into the woods, and we take people literally to a place called the edge. We put them mm. to the edge of their comfort. Uh, competence on the water, we've talked about that. Compassion, we just left. So I, that, that is, the venues, the, the historic sites, it all blends together nicely. Yeah, that's great. Do you have any plans to expand this academy further than five days? 
You know, or to add other venues as long as you've got such a great area? The short answer is it's premature for me to speculate on that. We are always listening to the folks who are interested in our program. Uh, some would like it shorter. Some would like it longer. What we do know is, is that we've compared our offerings with other uh, offerings, and we believe that we give a value that is quite unique, and it goes above and beyond what places uh, may be offering, say, where they're in a hotel room for three to four consecutive days at a time. Uh-huh. You know, this variety, the, you know, the world is their classroom. We take yeah. people to different venues, and that puts them in, some, in a setting much more like their own world and much uh-huh. more like their own lives. Hmm, that's wonderful. Okay, so let me ask you this. When you put together this uh, Global Academy, obviously it had to come from a place of experience. It had to come from a place of uh, things that you've previously learned, and it's always been my contention that the greatest leaders are also huge readers. They love to read. They love to absorb. They love to learn from other people. So let me ask you this, John. Are there some books that you have felt have been really impactful for your life and your career? And tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'm going to actually skip between a short list that my co-founder has offered up, plus some of my own favorites. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, Mike Copa, my co-founder has talked about a book, which coincidentally I also have read. It's called It's Your Ship. And so we've got uh, a former naval officer who uh, put the future of an Aegis-class cruiser in the hands of the crew. And when you talk about in trusting and empowering your crew, uh, a wonderful story is found there. Uh, if you talk now on my side, I'll, I'll go back uh, to one of the standard classics on leadership. It's entitled mm-hmm. Leadership. It's James McGregor Burns's book oh, yes. that talks specifically about the difference between uh, transactional versus transformational leadership. Uh, I'm personally a fan of the work of, of course, Tom Peterson, Colin Powell. And Tom Peters writes on and on about what it takes to succeed in business. Mm-hmm. I would like to uh, offer up another short book yes. called um, Mastery by George Leonard. Oh, and okay. it talks about um, the steps one might take to uh, become not only competent but to master uh, okay. a skill set. Okay. That sounds fantastic. Okay. Well, and we are – oh, go ahead. Mike Copa would uh, once if, – if he were here to, to uh, listen in, he would tell me that I better mention something about The Last Lion as well. Okay, great. We are coming up against our last break. We are talking with John Lesko, and this is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us for our final segment. Don't go away. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? 
concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. What does success mean to you? Money? Power? Fame? Having everything money can buy? Does it mean having a job or career that you love? A great family life? Or simply to be happy? If you're still searching for answers, then join us each Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Primetime Success Radio, where Alan Skidmore and his special guests will discuss health, finances, relationships, being in business, and how you can have a life that is not only successful, but a life of meaning. Alan has been studying success principles for over 25 years through reading, attending seminars, interviewing successful people, and a daily lesson from the School of Hard Knocks. And now he wants to share that information with you. So join Alan Skidmore on Primetime Success Radio every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network, as he takes you on a journey of finding the heart of your success. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And here we are once again. This is our final segment. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Lesko, uh, co-founder of Global Academy for Extraordinary Teams and Leadership. And, John, I'd like to come back to some things that we talked about a little earlier in the show. We have talked about the idea of communication throughout this program, we talked about what a great orator uh, Abraham Lincoln was. Uh, you did touch very briefly on the idea that uh, public speaking training was part of the curriculum in the academy. So let's talk about that. And the reason I want to come back to that is I used to be a, a speech and English teacher uh, in a college environment. So that particular topic does interest me greatly. You talk about, on your website, you talk about the idea of owning the room, Owning the room. I think that's a fascinating concept. Some people, when they walk in the room, they just own it, and you know they're there. Some people, when they walk in the room, you just don't have no idea that they're even existing. So, John, how do you own the room, and how do you teach that? Practice, practice, practice. The whole idea of public speaking training is, is that we're giving people feedback on how they're doing wherever they start. And it's the idea that through continuous practice of proven techniques, you can only get better. Now, some people say practice makes permanent. So we want to make sure that we're practicing the right approach, the right body language, the right nonverbals. Throughout this five-day program, there's going to be opportunities for our participants to actually speak in front of their peers. You know, from the very first day, there's actually a small theater and stage in the workhouse 
where we're going to have folks uh, in front of a small audience because we like to train between a dozen to more than 15 people. Uh, they're going to have the opportunity to tell us their story. Just as you've asked me to uh, tell myself a little bit about myself, we'll be mm-hmm. breaking the ice and hearing from others. What do they think of their uh, characteristics of leadership? What do they think about what makes for a good team? They get the opportunity to speak in an extemporaneous fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. Similarly, that those opportunities for public speaking will be carried out at different parts of the program in, in different venues and on each of the different days. At the mm-hmm. end of every uh, high or low ropes obstacle activity, uh, there's a, a process debrief. And mm-hmm. there's no better way for extemporaneous uh, or impromptu speaking than mm-hmm. to ask, ask somebody at the end of being out of their comfort zone, well, how did you do? You know, and what, what made you think that you were uh, facing this uh, this physical challenge with courage. What made you think that you were, uh, uh-huh. big, uh, you know, was this an ordinary or an extraordinary accomplishment? So the whole uh-huh. idea of public speaking and owning the room has everything to do with uh, practicing the opportunity to get in front of others and speak up and be heard. Now, the uh, confidence, you know, as your confidence grows, your sense of ownership grows. You know, so the whole idea of owning the room is making sure that you're standing tall, making sure that you're speaking about something that you feel passionate about, and speaking with as few and as well-chosen words as you can muster. Yeah. Boy, that is so important because if anyone is going to rise to a position of influence or be seen as a center of influence, you have to own the room. You And like you said, you, you have to exhibit confidence. You have to have great body language. I mean, some movie stars, when they walk into a room, you know it, and it's because they're basically playing the part. I mean, even if they don't feel confident, people expect that of them when they walk in the room. I and mean, can you imagine Tom Cruise walking into a room all slumped over and staring at the ground? They'd be thinking, well, who is this? I mean, this, this cannot possibly be him. He acts the part, and he, he exudes that. And it's very, I'm very, very glad that you brought all of that up because you have to act the part all the time. So let me ask you uh, a, a business-related question, John. How is it that you market the Global Academy? Because a lot of people that listen to this show either have a business or they have positions of leadership or they're thinking about starting a business. Do you do, use online, offline, referral, word of mouth? What specifically do you do to raise the awareness for what you're doing as a business? Let me practice what I preach and, and answer succinctly. Yes. Okay. You know, yes to just about everything that you mentioned. Okay. Uh, we have reached out in old school, traditional varieties, writing letters and appeals to CEOs and COOs of companies. Uh, I can just think of putting you know, 250 to 300 postage stamps on targeted mailing and then following mm-hmm. up those with select phone calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at magazines, the Fortune 100 best companies to work for. Awesome. And drawing from companies which we know make investments into their people. Those companies that succeed are also those companies that invest in their people. And yes. so we, we want to make sure that uh, others and executives recognize the Global Academy for Extraordinary Teams and Leaders as something different. And that's different enough for the right reasons that they'll invest in their people and they'll invest 
in our product, in our service offerings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an online web presence. Uh, there's a Twitter feed, uh, Lead Team Speak. We have uh, the LinkedIn, the social network. We have a space on our LinkedIn uh, community. Uh, I personally and my uh, colleagues, uh, the co-founder Mike uh, Copa and our uh, principal core instructors, each has hundreds if not thousands of connections. We want to leverage off that social media and pass the word. So the word of mouth today is greatly enhanced with the social media and the use of social media. not, not to put too sharp a point on this, Brian, we're going to be pushing out uh, you know, the um, fact that uh, your program has got uh, uh, subscription base and available through iTunes, and, and, uh-huh. and hopefully we'll be pushing out this very, uh, this very uh, segment today out yeah. to those, those same uh, uh, contacts that we have in the social media and in the more traditional list of Fortune 100, 500 companies. Yes, this show is usually available for for podcast uh, to be put out. I mean, it would be available you know within about an hour or so after the show, and the the iTunes download should be available within an hour or two after that. So yes, definitely the show will be available the same day that it has aired and forevermore. So that's great. Right. So your right. ideal, oh, I was going to say, I was going to say your your ideal um, uh, student then comes from. Uh, People who are in leadership company or positions in, in corporations and people who uh, are definitely interested in, in learning more and being more, correct? I would say yes, and our ideal students are those that may be technical specialists who all of a sudden find themselves in that first leadership opportunity, that first program management or project leadership or project mm-hmm. management. Uh, they've never been asked to lead others. And if an mm-hmm. uh, executive wants to bring that high-performing individual and transform them into an uh, up-and-coming leader, then uh, they need that uh, uh, very quick, very focused, very intense, uh, experiential-based active learning. And that's what we're offering. Mm. That's fantastic. I really appreciate that. So let me ask you something else. Let me call, come back to the idea of courage and overcoming fear. You, we mentioned in your bio, and I think one other time after that, that you've done skydiving. I'm sure that was part of your military training. I've jumped out of a perfectly good airplane twice, and I'm done. <laughs> so let me ask you, what is it that um, made you do it? What is it that you were feeling uh, before you did it? And what made you keep doing it again and again? Well, uh, well let's not add too many again and agains there because okay. I, too, I too, with the military experience, have, have jumped out of uh, perfectly good airplanes, helicopters and the like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not have hundreds or even dozens of jumps like some of our more uh, decorated uh, paratroopers in the, in the service. But I will say that there's a joke in the military that all your jumps are night jumps because you go out of the airplane or the helicopter with your eyes closed. Uh, now, the, mm. the, the, the uh, fact of the matter is, is with static line military jumps, uh, if you're a leader, you're supposed to lead by example. And they put you as a uh, – each group or squad of uh, jumpers is called a stick. And so they put you in the door right off the bat. And they put all your followers, uh, your colleagues, behind you. And if you don't clear the door, you're going to get pushed anyhow. So, right. uh, you know, skydiving, I wouldn't call it skydiving. I would call it military uh, static line jumping. And I had the opportunity to, in fact, uh, 
uh, do that at the Airborne and Ranger training uh, classes. Then I went on to become a uh, Armored Cavalry Scout. And uh, mm -hmm. would I jump tomorrow? I think I remember the training because it was so thorough. But I'm not so sure I'm going to go out of my way to become a skydiver anytime soon. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So let me ask you this. And this is the question that I ask everybody as we approach the end of the show, John. Who inspires and motivates you? Well, um, I've got a few people that have inspired and motivated me. But I want to give also uh, a little bit of credit to my uh, co-founder, Mike Copa. He time and time again talks about having been the uh, son of a uh, Marine, non-commissioned officer, and a decorated hero. He speaks of his mother being a very intelligent woman, well-read. He's got brothers that have uh, helped him out. He's uh, got a loving wife and, and, and children that have followed in his footsteps. His uh, son is a, a Marine. So you've got generations of servicemen there, uh, a Marine, a uh, Naval Honor grad, and then another Marine officer. Now, as for myself, uh, I'm going to give you uh, three quick answers. Uh, my mm -hmm. father and mother taught me well. Uh, I owe a lot to what it's like to be uh, a servant leader from watching a very humble man do the best he could with what he had. And uh, years later, Coach mm -hmm. Bob Below was my wrestling coach, Vietnam-era veteran who uh, just was the epitome of a coach that cared about every wrestler in every weight class, varsity or, ju or junior varsity. And then throughout the service and into my business life, uh, the non-commissioned officers, coupled with some outstanding leaders uh, in the uniform, Stan Cherry, Frank, Fred Franks, uh, they show you what, what needs to be done. And okay. uh, my hat's off to these individuals. And, and in business, I could go on and on, but I, I would imagine, based on your intro, we're running out of time. Yeah, that we are. And I do want to give everyone an opportunity to know how they can reach out to you and learn more about Global Academy. Well, Brian, we've got the website, the-global-academy.com. And uh, if you were to uh, Google that, the Global Academy for Extraordinary Teams and Leaders, we're the only uh, pop that will happen. There's lots of Global Academies, but there's only one Global Academy for Extraordinary Teams and Leaders. Uh, lead Team Speak, Lead underscore Team underscore Speak is our Twitter feed. And then I would say okay. once you get into LinkedIn or Facebook, do the search for the Global Academy for Extraordinary Teams and Leaders. Uh, te you know, do, do an algorithm. We're set. All right, and we are at the end of the show. Thank you so much, John Lesko, for joining us on Success Profiles Radio today. And join us next week on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where we'll have another fantastic guest and another great show. Until then, take care, everyone. Have a fantastic and wonderful week. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll